Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata. My co-host, Margot Moss, cannot be with us tonight, so I'll be flying solo for the first time. Well, more or less. Uh, we just roped in Phil Degree. Welcome, Phil. How you doing? Uh, we are coming to you actually today from Phil's Place, from Phil's Grill tonight on Camp Street, new location for us downtown. Uh, Cosimo Matassa's uh, former headquarters, a historic right. building. Yep. With yep. Seven, is it 748 Camp? 748 or? Camp, about two doors down from uh, St. Patrick's Church. Oh, so some people probably know your uh, your place from Guerrero and from Fat City, yeah, but Metairie, this is another yeah. one of your locations. Yep, yep. We're out in Fat City and Metairie, across from Lakeside Mall, and then in Harahan, and then uh, just open to you. Awesome. Well, this is great. Um, yeah, uh, Phil's Girls got a reputation for some of the best burgers in town. Also, I, without a doubt, the I think the biggest selection of burgers, right? Yeah. What, yeah, it's over. Tell us when you're on our show, like you have like. Three million combinations or something. Supposedly, it's like eleven trillion now because you know it's like (laughs) there's there's eleven different proteins and six buns and forty two sauces, toppings and cheeses, and it's unlimited toppings. So you take one off, that's another option. It's it's unlimited. You could eat it the rest of the day, uh, rest of your life, every day for the rest of your life. So that's it. So so our listeners can come to your restaurant. They can eat a different burger every day for the rest of their lives and never run through your entire menu. Assuming you don't even add anything till before they die. Right. Which you will. All right. Well, that's I will. Exciting. Well, friends, I, I should have mentioned, uh, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. It's brought to us tonight by Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation, you don't have to board your pet. You can stay in the comfort of your own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them at PetitePetCare.com. Now, friends, each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margo and I invite a member of New Orleans' restaurant and food community to join us, and we invite them to bring along their own guest, a plus one. We never know who the plus one's going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, a fellow restaurant colleague. Well, our special guest tonight at Midnight Menu Plus One is Kyle DuPont of Brewstock, and we'll be speaking to him in just a few moments. But before we do that, I, I just wanted to give a shout-out to a couple exceptional places I ate this week. We often uh, banter a little about that. And, Phil, if you got anything to add, jump in. Um, I went to four different places for dinner this week that I, that I enjoy. One was the new uh, uh, A&J, I think it's called, Asian Bistro on Magazine right. Street. You know, haven't that had that. Jackson. No, haven't eaten there yet. Really, really good, I thought. Very different. Uh, then we went back to Charlie's Steakhouse. I haven't been there for a long time, you know, since 1932, Uptown Standard. And, but I never noticed the Elvis wall. I sat over against the uh-huh. Elvis wall. I, I'm a fan. And they have an Elvis autograph to the restaurant, I assume is not forged, from 1976. Wow. That was kind of cool. My steak was great. My, it was my wife's suggestion. She loved it, too. And then for my birthday, I went to Del Fuego's. We had them on the show. And that was fantastic. Brought about 20 or 30 people out there, and we had a blast. And then Cote de Sud was the other one I wanted to mention. Went there this week, and they... Um, you think of that as a French place, mm-hmm. but actually I like the pizza there. I'm big on New York-style uh, pizza, and there's only a few places to get it as good as Cote de Sud in the city. Really, really good. Anyway, that was my food adventures for the week. Anything uh, noteworthy for you? I, I tell you what, speaking of pizza, have you ever been to uh, the Oak Oven out in Harahan? I have not. Is that good? Really good. Interestingly enough, Cosimo Matassa's grandson is one of the Come on. one of the proprietors. Interesting. There. Yeah, very good, authentic Italian. Yeah, he really was an Italian place. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Son of immigrants, I think, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There we and go. Then, uh, and then I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, the Nola Foodsmiths who are actually doing a pop up here tonight. Tonight, so, right? Uh, yeah. Who's, yeah. who's Cameron, involved with that? Cameron okay. and Rebecca Lombardo, and uh, man, they've got a great menu. I just had some uh, duck and bacon poppers that were just phenomenal. Tonight you had this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So great little pop up they do. Uh, this is the first time they're doing it here at Phil's Grill. 
Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So where else do they do it? They have a regular they've, gig. They've or? been doing it at Milkfish. Oh, at Milkfish, yep. great. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so. the only Philippine restaurant within the city limits, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. So they've oh, been doing Carrollton. it there, and they come out here and uh, you know check out this location and. Awesome. So, so is something you think you're going to do more, or is it just experiment tonight? We'll just you're experiment, see? see how it goes. Okay, yeah. cool. Yep. All right. Well, that's good. Now, tell us what you're drinking. That looks really interesting. This is the Toussaint Chop. So Say I know again? the Toussaint Chop, like the Alan Toussaint, Toussaint. I like Alan Toussaint right. Chop. Nice. Chapatulis. Yeah, you know? perfect, perfect. So this is a Maker's Mark. Nice. A little apple cider. And bacon. And bacon. Yeah, bacon and bourbon. You know, I mean, it doesn't really doesn't get, get any much better, than, better that. than that. I know we're talking about beer tonight, but... Bacon and bourbon. It's well, maybe a, there's some bacon beer we can talk about tonight, too. I don't know. Go. Can you do that? Oh, yeah. All right. Wait, we're not supposed to be talking to him Sorry. yet. Okay, oh, well, that's all right. right. No, that'll be our segue. That's our first good. Run. Because we're just about to introduce him anyway. Enough of this other stuff. I'm dying to, to, uh, to talk to our special guest, Kyle. So good to have you. Kyle DuPont of, uh, of Brewstock. Yes, thanks. It's great to be here. All right, well, tell us what Brewstock is. It's, it's kind of uh, pretty unique, I think, in the city, isn't it? Yeah, we are the uh, basically the only homebrew shop that is uh, in New Orleans. Um, basically, what we do is we sell all of the equipment, ingredients, uh, everything that you need to make beer and wine at home. So, so it's like everything. You go in there and you can get everything from like all the uh, the, the equipment to the to I mean every yep. bit of yeah, it. Yeah, we have you the have kettles, there, right? we've got the bottles, bottle cappers, fermenting equipment, and then all of your grains, barleys, rye, wheat, and then hops and yeast. So that's the basics of, of beer right there. But then we also do like wine and, and coffee roasting and cheese making stuff. But Wait, cheese, what, you, do, you, you make cheese, cheese making stuff too? Yeah. Sounds, oh, I'm all that like a stretch. My wife's yeah. going to be interested in this. Yeah. Hold on, we can make <laughs> yeah. cheese. It's sort of like a DIY food shop. But uh, wow. most of what we do is beer. We do DIY a ton of beer. food shop. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm I'm a little distracted. It's gonna be hard for me to 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 talk with you tonight while I'm staring at that beer. I think you got to pour a few of those first, and yes. then we can relax and and uh, unwind a little more. Tell yeah. us what you brought with you. Well, this is a, a selection of different beers, different styles of beer, uh, stuff that uh, people are making in their own homes. These are commercial examples. So we've got an IPA uh, from Six Point Brewing. Um, IPA is India Pale Ale, so it's a really hoppy, bitter, aromatic beer. Um, and then we also have the uh, Tank 7 Farmhouse Ale from Boulevard Brewing. Um, this is a really kind of unique beer. Uh, the farmhouse brewing tradition goes back to like Belgium and France where they were making beer with mainly what they were growing, what they had on hand. So a lot of wheats and rice and stuff, but they use these very funky yeasts that just give it this very uh, kind of like almost can get stinky cheese phenolic uh very sounds appetizing yes it's, yeah. it's a little different <laughs> i mean it's getting into the what they call the sour beers wild fermentation so you've hey, got if you can put bacon in your bourbon he can put yeah. cheese yeah. in his beer i think yeah. Yeah. funky well, cheese, yeah. funky was, cheese. Uh, you can yeah. get some really funky ones some tart ones it's just good stuff all right then we have a couple barrel aged beers so this is bourbon arrow aged. oh and where was that beer? Uh, brewery by the way that you uh, this mentioned boulevard i think is in uh kansas yep kansas is that city missouri uh, so this one you can't buy in New Orleans. I brought this ah, in specially nice. for us to try today. But there are some great. Actually, there's a it's guy who's okay. opening a farmhouse style brewery on the North Shore in the next couple of years here. All right. Yeah. He used to be the head brewer over at Gordon Beers. So ah. we're looking forward to that. I interrupted you on the third one. So tell us oh, about so that. Oh, so we've got a couple different ones. This is a bourbon barrel aged uh, stout. So it's got the cool cork on top. Um, higher in alcohol. You get the bourbon. You get the oak in it. 
Um, it's more of a sipper, but they, they're delicious. It's becoming more and more popular to, you know, age beers in rum barrels, bourbon barrels, stuff like oh. that. Hmm. And the last one we have here is an Imperial Smoked Porter. Oh, wow. So they use smoked grain in it, and then they also age that in a bourbon barrel. So, And that's from the brewery. These you can get in the city, so I think I picked this up. Um, oh, now where can you get that? I think I picked that up at Whole Foods, but I mean they've got it at like Elio's Wine Cellar. They've got it oh, at Whole Elio's Foods. This they morning, got it yeah. At, yeah, they've okay. got it all over. And the brewery just does fantastic beer. And they're all in the big bomber-style bottle, oh, so man. the 22-ounce bottle. Well, can you open uh, – let's see, man. Let's uh, let's do the last one first. Okay. We'll start with the something about big that one. in the Bible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the uh, Smoking Wood. Nice. Now, as you're doing that, Kyle, tell us what you actually do. So, we're they re- used to work there. Now you own uh, yep. Brewstock, right? So, what do you do? So, I bought the shop actually from a guy named Aaron Hyde. Um, and what we mainly do is, like I said, we sell all the stuff to do it. But most of our role is really just helping people put together recipes. Um, I mean, brewing is not very complicated but there are so many different ways of going about it so a lot of what we do is just answering questions guiding people uh and just helping them make great beer so yeah well my friend was explaining to me the difference between like at uh what is it called extract and like um all grain brewing absolutely yeah okay so do you have a you have an opinion about that explain our viewers first of all the difference and also do you do you specialize in one or the other you probably we do both both, right oh yeah we do a lot of both um the basic difference well to kind of give it just a crash course understanding of making beer, uh, beer is made when you take malted grain, um, you extract the sugar out of it. Is that for me, by the way? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop moving your hands while you're talking. Keep Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to multitask here. So you basically take malted grain, which is grain so that's been allowed to germinate. It develops an enzyme in it that will convert all the starch in the grain into the sugars. The sugars need to ferment because when uh, when the yeast consumes the sugar, it releases alcohol and CO2, which is why beer is carbonated and alcoholic. Um, but then you also boil the beer beforehand before you ferment it with hops, which balance the sweetness with some bitterness and some aromatics and stuff like that. Um, so the basics, you're fermenting grain sugars with hops to make beer, bottling it, carbonating it. So when you do... I'm going to start with extract brewing. That's more like prepackaged sort of, right? It is. Basically, it's where a company has gone and done what they call the mashing process. So in order to get the starch converted into sugar, you go through a whole mashing process where you hold the grain at very specific temperatures. So uh, between like 145 and 160 degrees, usually in the 50s, though, um, you hold it at that temperature. The enzymes become active. They break down the starches. You get all the sugars. So you can do that on your own at home if you're doing all-grain brewing where you're taking like 10 or 15 pounds of grain and doing that. But there are companies who have done that for you and extracted the sugar for you and then make it into a syrup yeah, or so, a powder. So it's like cup of noodles or something, basically. You're adding water and you go, right? You <laughs> sit, you, you watch the timer for it, and you, you go, right? It's a, lot, it's a lot easier, isn't it, uh, the... the, the um it's definitely quicker. Extract. Yeah, so you take the extract and you do your whole brewing process. It cuts off a couple hours off your whole brew day, and um, it's it's something it's something you can do really in about four or five hours. The actual brew day, and then you know you're you're fermenting, and that takes a couple of weeks before you're bottling. But the the benefit of extract is you're not fussing with all you know the bigger bulkier equipment. Right. You can do it in your kitchen as opposed to a lot of people. If you're doing all grain, you're brewing outside. Now all grain's um, much more involved, right? Yes. It's so more labor-intensive for the home brewer, isn't it? Is, it is, because you have to do that whole mashing process on your own. 
and the laundering process and rinsing all those grains of all the sugars. Now, the benefit of doing all grain is that you get a lot more control. So in our shop, we have Pilsner extract, golden extract, an amber, a dark extract, and that's about it. You're kind of limited to the different types of extract you can use. Mm. With all grain, we have maybe 20 different just base malts, and then on top of that, another uh, 40 or 50 specialty grains. So you just get a, a lot more control over the, the grains that you use, which right. determines your eventual flavor. So if you're not very good, it can mean worse beer, but if you know what you're doing. So it's like the difference between driving stick and automatic maybe in a way, right? I you mean, can say that. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So now do you get more uh, all grain uh, or um, extract people or all grain people? You know, it's as customers. It's really, it's kind of split. It's a big mix. Okay. It's a big mix. And a lot of people will, you know, I encourage people, and I started, when I brewed my first batch, it was extract. Right. And I encourage people to start there because you can make really great beers using extract. And I still brew extract sometimes just because of, you know, it's just a lot easier, less time, less impact. If, you know, if I got to just get a beer out there, I can do it real quickly. And you can make fabulous beer with extract. Mm. Um, a lot of people that then really enjoy the process and get into it, they make that next step, and they go into all grain brewing when they when they want to do that. Mm. Um, but then there and are people. Do you do a lot of personally. You have time to be able to do a lot of your own home brewing. Oh yeah, yeah. We brew at the shop actually quite a bit. We just. So do you, do you sell some of those or give some of those away, or what do you do with the stuff that you make at the shop? So the stuff we make at the shop mostly either I drink <laughs> or uh, <laughs> at work. Uh, oh yeah, that's oh, a yeah. you and I have that in common. That's, I get I, I drink yeah, every Sunday. I get to drink at uh, the end of the service. You get yeah. to uh, you get to drink at work too. Huh? That's part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, well you get to drink at work too, Phil. Probably right. You got to you got to sample the cocktails. And, uh, it's quality control. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Yes, quality control. That's what I do. Well, and the other thing we do is we do we, a lot we of festivals. <laughs> So you have beer festivals. We like we just did the New Orleans on Tap beer festival. Oh yeah, that was if great it's festival. a not-for-profit festival, we can take our beer, donate it to the not-for-profit, and then they can serve it at their festival. There's yeah, I just, I can't really sell my beer. I can't give my beer out to people at the shop because that's a whole different licensing thing. But if it's huh. a non-profit thing, then we can we can definitely donate to that, and and we do that quite a lot, and we'll go out there and pour it. What's the giant beer festival that um, that was that's done at the um, Mardi Gras World? Wyes. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. we've yep. done that. Yeah, I was a last... volunteer server the last couple of years at that, and uh, they had their own home brewing uh, tent—not really a tent, but a room in that. And those, some of those, were really amazing. Yeah, we've done that for the past five or six years. Okay, uh, we'll be out there. We've done the Zaps Beer Fest in Baton Rouge. We've done New Orleans on Tap, um, and several others. So. There's actually one coming up in, I think Homa has the uh, a big the Bayou Beer Festival coming up here. Um, and I think it's... Can you uh, travel out for that? We, we might go up there or we might just be at the shop. So <laughs> <laughs> it's on a Saturday, so it's kind of hard to get out. Well, Kyle, looks like you're at, uh, your plus one is here and Hello. ready to be introduced. Can you tell us who he is and why you brought him? Absolutely. So this is uh, Scott Wood. Uh, I've known Scott for several years. Um, he is a, or I should say, he was a home brewer. Oh, I still am. He, he still yeah. home brews. Yeah. He makes fabulous beer. I say he was because he is now also, as of uh, very recently, a professional brewer, uh, opening a brewery here Actually, in New Orleans. Actually, as of today, about yeah. three, what? You, three or four wow. years ago. <laughs> wait, wait, today you opened a brewery in New Orleans? Uh, wow, the economy thanks you. No, yeah, technically, yes. Uh, we got our occupational license uh, at about... 3.30, So you've turned the lights on and you're ready to go soon? We're allowed to brew as of today. What's the name of the brewery? The Courtyard Brewery. We're where is it? 1020 Arado Street. Uh, if you know where um, the World War II Museum is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're right, about right near here. We're Man, about a block right and a block. half away. Yeah. Um, uh, Barrel Proof is 
our closest neighbor, French Truck Coffee. Sorry, even yeah, closer yeah. neighbor. So we're right, right there in that little Phil's triangle. Grill. Phil's, Phil's Grill is a very close neighbor. <laughs> Phil's is. Uh, Oh, you mean the Phil's Grill at, at, yeah. at, at, yeah. at 748 Camp, Camp yeah. Street? <laughs> Absolutely. Next yeah. to the church? Yeah. That, that Phil's Grill? Yeah. yeah. Convenient with delicious burgers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were delicious, actually. Yeah. Had, All right. I had two tonight. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> doubt about it. Oh, well, congratulations, because well, I know what you just went through to get to that occupational license in New Orleans. Uh, yes. That's a very hard Plus, that's, at that's the federal. Well, and then add to that the federal and the state licensing. Yes. Also, yes. Nice. Yeah. So, no, we're, uh, we're super excited to be open. Uh, our first night's going to be this Thursday. Uh, so what are you going to be doing? Are you going to be having uh, people uh, taste in, uh, in the brewery? Are you going to be supplying restaurants and bars? Are you going to be bottling? What are you going to be doing with it? Um, so the state licensing is a little tricky, but in lieu of getting all into all that, because um, that could take right. a thousand podcasts, um, uh, basically we're just going to be – we're just going to have a, ta- a tap room, a tasting room of our own. Uh, luckily, we're able to carry other people's beers. Uh, we can have guest draft, guest bottles. Oh, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're excited to show showcase other great beers from around the world and local, local beers. Um, we couldn't brew until literally today, this afternoon. So, <laughs> we, so on our opening, we won't be able to have any of our beers. Okay. Um, but... We're going to have a great tap list to start, and then in about a month, three about weeks. About a month, you'll be ready for your three own weeks beers. Now, what kind of beers yeah. are you going to start out with? What are you introducing? Um, I brew a lot of uh, West Coast-style, really dry, uh, hop-forward IPAs. And right. then I also brew um, a lot of really – my own take on what uh, Belgian classic Belgian-style beers, um, using American hops and traditional methods of – So uh, you have names for some of these? Have you come up with some clever names? A couple. Yeah. Uh, our, our mainstay – uh, the beer that made us want to open a brewery is our, our baby IPA. It's a session IPA. It's a 4.4% ABV, um, uh, very bright, hoppy, drinkable beer. It's and not going to blow your palate out with right. like bitterness, but it's there because, you know, that's the people want yeah. that. And it's a certain uh, people that drink an IPA, they like yeah. that it's IPA. Like a, it's something you could drink all day. It's just very sits. approachable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I mean, that... That's a beer that made my wife and I want to, to, to delve into this further and go. Let's let's bring this to to other people who love beer. Now, you mean you say it made your wife because you you had brewed this at home and you yeah. came up with this and you said, "Well, this I actually, is it. this is a, it's a good story." Um, <laughs> she was pregnant. We met bef- well before. Yeah, and doctors recommend pregnant we, women drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> before before we met, uh, or not before we met, before she was pregnant when we met. Um, she, uh, I'm confused. Wow, yeah, I'm a little yeah. confused too. Are you the father or not? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's yes. not ask that question. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so you hesitated. That scared me. Okay. Go, going like, back, um, you know, Lindsay and I met basically, uh, uh, happenstance like you do. And then, but we really, um, connected over good craft beer, um, here and then really abroad. I'm from San Diego originally and she's from New Orleans. But she spent ample time outside of the city. Wait, wait. So you were hanging out with her? Uh, you said abroad? No. Well, uh, beer abroad. Um, oh, beer that was brought from abroad yes. to. Okay, gotcha. Kind okay. of what Kyle did tonight. Okay, I, gotcha, I gotcha, gotcha. And, and she was like a chick who was really into beer, and that excited you, and you said, "This is this is the one for me." Um. Yeah. 
let's just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that better than the real she, story? I don't no, know. she was just fantastic. Oh. And then and then on top of that, I we, fell in love with my wife it, over it, drinking too. So it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It sounds weirder, or it sounds worse than it is. Um, but <laughs> essentially, <laughs> we got we got down. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a girl liking beer. That's great. No, she loves beer. Yeah, like, yeah. We both do. Um, so when she got pregnant, we. Um, because uh, that's an awesome After thing to talk about. Beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you say that because it was on our wedding. It was on our wedding Tell night us. after uh, going to Avenue Pub and DBA. Um, we yeah. wait, wait, time out, slow down. So you got <laughs> you got married, and then you then you went out to DBA and Avenue Pub. Avenue Pub first. Well, uh, and, and and that was after and. Little Freddie King played our wedding. Little Which, Freddie King played your wedding. I'm yes. going to go hear him on Saturday. He's, he's, or, he's yeah, awesome. I think Friday or Saturday he's yeah. playing at my uh, daughter's school, but. That's interesting. Wow. So yeah, Wade and him came and played our wedding, and so, it was, okay. So it was after awesome. your wedding, you leave. And you don't go off somewhere else for your honeymoon. No, we went to a Belgian. Uh, you went to, the, to like, like two of the Belgian best beer places in the, in, the, in the city. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then you got you had so much beer because you'd already had some at the reception and that you that we made an awesome child. That you who, made an awesome uh, child. Yes. <laughs> so a pickled then you child. Fast forward <laughs> and um, and. We this were, show is getting out of hand. We had already <laughs> not yet. Yeah, uh, and we're only on the first yeah. beer. I might not be. Kyle, can back. we open up the second one here? This is to tell you the truth. I want them in descending order, like from the, the reverse of what you the, <laughs> way, you, the way you described. Yeah, because remember how you described them. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing the uh, angel on number three next from uh, Lost Abbey Brewery. Uh, so it, it is an oak barrel aged uh, a stout. Awesome. I'm trying to find. Oh, there it is. Twelve and a half percent alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. What? Come on, couldn't they make it stronger? What are they doing? <laughs> Actually, the brewery, the one we're drinking now, they make one called Black Tuesday that's uh, 18%. Nice. Yeah. Is it still beer legally if it's 18%? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's more about uh, what it's made with than the percentage it gets Okay, to. let me ask you a weird question then, because uh, I wondered about this before. Is there a limit? Like, you know how, like, for example, I saw a picture of a giant spider on the Internet, right? And when you watch the 50s movies of, like, I the 30s, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 right? And my biology teacher told me in college, you know, actually, like, they, there's limits to how big they can get because then they start collapsing in on themselves. But this looked pretty damn big, right? How about beer? Like, is there a limit to, like, how much alcohol no. content? So you could have a 100-proof beer. You could have a 200-proof beer. Um, only if you live in Mississippi. Well, they actually have higher, <laughs> they have higher than 100-proof. They have a 61-or-something percent beer what? right now. I mean, they're, know they're basically undrinkable, but they're interesting. They're undrinkable. <laughs> they <laughs> they're, taste like they're, crap, but they're yeah. definitely Thermonuclear penguins. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, there's, there's even bigger ones. Oh, now. yeah. yeah. But the crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, people, it's freeze, people have it's gone crazy with it. Sam point. Adams, uh, well, I'm going to get in trouble if I say Sam Adams started it, because really it was people. Anyway, the, uh, Sam Adams pushed it with their Utopias, okay. and that was like 25, 30-something percent. And then it just turned into this. Which the only ones that get higher race. than that, they actually freeze distill them. So they what take does that them. Mean? It means they basically take them down until the water in the beer starts to freeze, and then they take the water out and leave the alcohol behind to to boost it. Right. So in my mind, Sam Adams is sort of the highest alcohol. Can homebrewers do that too? Uh, you 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 could freeze something and take ice out of it. If you have you ever done equipment that? And you not buy that equipment. Whether or not, stock. Stock. Whether or not <laughs> the distilling is, is legal, that's something See, I'm, well, I'm that's not a lawyer. I mean, at that point, it sounds more like moonshine than, uh, yeah, than homebrew. Yeah, which we, okay. we don't talk about it. Well, they're stock. called Icebox okay. uh, traditionally. Okay. Yeah. So that is technically a traditional beer style that's legal. Absolutely, yeah. But, yeah, then you get into weird state issues that, again, 90 podcasts about. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so 
can I finish about the? Oh yeah, please. So yeah, my yeah. wife, <laughs> my wife, my wife was pregnant. And you, you did. It was your fault though. You took us I on know, some strange rabbit trails. I, so I, I had to. I had you to go took down, us down that road. I, yeah. I brew beer for a living. I mean, we talk about weird stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, so she wanted to still drink. She loves really hoppy IPAs, and so do I. And um, I had just come back from a trip back home from San Diego, and um, and and there's two things that San Diego is known for: it's like beaches and weather. Those are, that's one thing. Manatees and, or something like that. What do they have out no, there? That's no, that's in no. Florida. And what's, then, what's that big thing that's on the beach I saw? A seal? There. Shamu? I don't know. Never mind. All right. I saw big, giant, <laughs> fat things on the beach there. I swear. They're going down Never that mind. That was, an, that was, that, no, that was no, more I'm, to keep going. Keep going. World. And, and, and really hoppy IPAs. Okay. And, um, so I came back, and uh, our doctor said, well, you, you, know, you can have a glass of wine. And we were like, well, we don't like wine. So can I just make like a really low alcohol beer that she can taste and and feel like normal. I like that doctor, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was multiple doctors and midwives and whatever. And uh, so that's what I did. I came back and I brewed baby IPA and it, it, it was perfect. And as far as we can, we're concerned. Well, let me ask. Okay. So you have, um, how'd you learn to be like a brewmaster? Did you just, well, I'm not a brewmaster. Brewing? That's a, okay. That's a technical that's a, that, term. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever you are, <laughs> your guy who owns a brewery, that's, that sounds, yeah, that's, all, that's, no, that's exactly, I'm just a guy who owns a brewery. Like okay. we're not special. We're so just, did you, did you hire somebody then who's actually doing the, the brewing? No, or? I am. I, I, you're, you're you, the, you're we the main spent guy. some time doing that. I had, I came from the industry, uh, from the distributor side. My family's been in it a long time. Oh, okay. But, um, but on the brewing side, I just, I got really passionate. We got really passionate about it. We were brewing in, in where our name comes from, Courtyard. Uh, we were living across the street from uh, Antoine's yeah. at the time. And we were brewing in their courtyard uh, with an open flame. Sorry, landlords. And um, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally illegal in the French Quarter. And, uh, but we were brewing beer in our little 400 square foot uh, efficiency in the quarter. And um, eventually we renovated a house out in Lakeview and then said, you know, we, we need to do this professionally because there's no other breweries in the city. I mean, there's NOLA right. and uh, relatively no other breweries, you know. I mean, it's really starting to explode now, but you're, you're in the, you're, I mean, we're the second one. Yeah. There's, there's a lot in the works. We see a lot yeah. come through the shop. Just people who are working out their recipes a lot. I mean, every homebrewer's dream is to open their own brewery. Yeah. Right. So we know at least half a dozen to a dozen people who are, at some stage, I would say about half a dozen are very serious, yeah, right, um, and like really pursuing stuff. So, so, what's your opinion? How many, how many uh, sort of breweries, you know, even of this this size? But I mean, how many you think there's going to be in like say five years in New Orleans if they? I think in five years, oh, uh, that's a that's that, a tough one. That's how about three years. I mean, that's going to be. A, they're probably going to be six to ten. Six to ten that open. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, and then when you start looking at other cities, I mean, um, it's minuscule. Yeah, I mean, other yeah. cities that have twelve, twenty, thirty breweries right. in us, like San Diego has how many breweries? Over a hundred now. Yeah. Oh, gee. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wow. big in other like out yeah. west. Austin yeah. has twenty or thirty now. I mean, Denver, uh, Denver has. Denver's and it's countable. It is. Yeah. It's about to explode so, here. Because oh. oh. yeah, I, I worked for Zia. Pre Katrina, and right. we were brewing. They were brewing their own beer at Clearview location at that point, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't, you know, big in the city, and, and you know, so so you think now, you know, ten, right. eleven years, oh yeah, down the road, it's going to be. Well, that's like a Cadian or Cadian, Cadian brewing. They used to be on, um, like, uh, Carrollton or something. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. and um, they actually Carrollton and Canal, I think. right? Yep. And they made it possible for us to open because of the zoning ish laws. Um, uh-huh. And it's sad that they didn't make it to today, yeah. but the work that 
the groundwork that they laid. Right. Um, I mean, that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we had Jeremy uh, Beer Buddha, yeah. friend of yours, on yeah. our show yes. a few months ago. Just moved to Florida. What? Yeah. He it's, moved away? It's temporary. He moved. He's moved there a couple times. <laughs> what? Seriously? No, I mean, it's like definitely temporary. Or just yeah. like, what the hell? He seems so New Orleans to me. That's crazy. That freaks me out when people do stuff like that. It <laughs> is. Sometimes it's blue. like the most New Orleans people that do that. And then they'll go yeah. buy a house like suburban, like, yeah. you know, row house. You know, oh, gee. Out of the blue. Oh, but you know ruined what? my night. I was having such <laughs> a good time. Co- he's got to come back. I mean, there's no other place for him to go, right? Right. Yeah. yeah he's no, gonna no one's going to accept that guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's got to be here. Okay. Only but, we can love him. <laughs> seriously. But that's, I mean that as a compliment because I feel that way too. The rest of the country hates me. I got to stay in New Orleans because I say it's because I don't like any place else, but really it's because no one likes me, you know, anywhere else. Only this place, only this place appreciates me. But Jeremy... Okay, back to what I was going to say. Now you freaked me out. Okay, Jeremy was telling us about the history of brewing in, in New Orleans, and it was just amazing the number of breweries here. Oh, I mean, yeah. It was, oh the, yeah. It was basically the first breweries in America, and it was like the largest number per capita and all that stuff, and the bottom just sort of fell out. you a, know. And A lot of it had to do with both. I mean, Prohibition, Prohibition was a lot of it. And then it. as you got into um, the, the, the macro breweries, the Budweiser's, yeah. the Miller's, of course, as they started to buy up, the smaller guys, particularly post World War II, right. you just had this Pabstro, very yeah. all those guys. Yeah, you just Bill just got another drink. Oh, with with a nice slice of bacon there, I see. Yeah, but no yeah. beer in that. Pour drink. a little bit of that <laughs> for the record. <laughs> <out of there. laughs> Actually, you know what? When you get the when you get the, when we get the bourbon barrel, did we get that yet? Yeah, you've had. Oh, two there of you, them. oh okay. <laughs> you've been drinking them. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> hey, give me that bacon, man. I want to see the bacon in. No, give me half the bacon. No, he look, feels like I'd be like, no, I don't want to give you any bacon. Let me get a piece off there. I'll break off the top. Yeah. There you go. Don't break the piece that's oh been God. soaking in bourbon. <laughs> I just, I just I offended the two brewers <laughs> here. No, it's, I just never seen anybody drop bacon into an angel share. But that's well, a, I'll tell you how it tastes. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, this is an experience. I'm, I am pro bacon and angel share. No, I'll yes. tell you what. I think it's great. <laughs> All right, so where are we going with that again? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. We're talking about uh, something about Jeremy. Yeah, something about Jeremy and moving oh, to Florida. Oh, you were telling us about beers, how history. Wrecked. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And yeah. yeah, and you're seeing, you've seen it happen all over the country, and we're seeing it just right. the beginning of that renaissance here, right? Of local craft brewing just exploding, right. and people just people want it. So New Orleans has been unique in that we've you know you've had Abita down here for so long, right. and people are very loyal to Abita. And we're seeing all these other breweries just open it up, um, and I just it's it's going to explode. Well, yeah. to me, it's like to me. I mean, I, I speculate because I have my friends from Portland who make fun of me all the time because you know our beer selection is so terrible as in the they world should compared to them. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess so. But I mean, you know, they come to town and like you know, I take them to these great music venues, take them to great food venues. We're having fun. They're right. drinking lots of great cocktails, and like their way of like feeling justified is like, yeah, but you know, that place didn't have X Y Z beer or whatever that I that I that I can get anywhere in Portland. And I guess they're right, but I mean, I, my defense has always been, well, it's a wine town, and it's also a cocktail town. It's a liquor town. It's a liquor town. You know, the American cocktail was invented in New Orleans. The first, oh, yeah. It's a French word, you know, cocktail. It's a, uh, it's, a, it's a corruption of a French word. And, you know, America only has cocktails because of New Orleans. And, uh, you know, there's only so much room for drinking, even in New Orleans. But so, this, but this but was a beer town. But it was a beer it was town. A cocktail thing. Town. Yeah, so my That's defense is pretty weak, actually. As far as I'm concerned, but I, <laughs> I have a vested interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just see in, in a city with such amazing restaurants, with such amazing cocktails, with such amazing palates all the way around, 
you're seeing craft beer explode yeah. because yeah. people want it. Yeah, people want, want it. it, and it's, it's a creative it's just place. going to it's a creative, and yeah. that I mean, craft beer is all about creativity. Creativity, and the Amer- particularly American uh, craft beer is all about pushing uh, the bounds. When you look at British beer, Belgian beer. Oh, um, oh hello. All right, well, Phil, give, give a plug okay. again for our, for our pop-up. This is uh, Nola Foodsmiths. Nola Cameron Foodsmiths. Cameron and Rebecca Lombardo. I had the sliders earlier, and they were absolutely I haven't delicious. tried the sliders, but those uh, duck poppers wrapped oh, in bacon. Let's get back to the bacon conversation. Uh, that, those beer. things are uh, yeah. bacon oh beer, bacon <laughs> bourbon, bacon yeah. bacon, <laughs> bacon poppers, bacon, bacon, bacon. I, I have to know, he, he totally just... Guzzled that Is angel share, and that's awesome. Like, <laughs> ooh, pumpkin <laughs> cheesecake. Right, it's going three places. <laughs> oh, that's not delicious at all. <laughs> that's no. awesome. Isn't that awesome? That's so awesome. I'm going in. Yeah, so these guys come in tonight, and like I said, they they've done their their pop up at Milkfish quite a bit. And it's the first time they're doing it here at, at Phil's Grill, but and the duck poppers, it's all locally sourced products. You know, Cleaver and Company bacon, Holly Grove Market salad. Cleaver um, and Company is right around the corner from Brewstock. Bruce <laughs> yes, <laughs> there you go. By the way, you never told us where Brewstock is located. People uh, have to visit right you. They the can't just from abstractly think about you. They have to visit you to it's order about, your business. It's about 17 blocks from 1020 Arado Street. <laughs> <laughs> How many blocks from Phil's Grill? 22. Yeah, 22. Yeah. So we are, uh, we're at 3,800 Dryads. Which, nice. Uh, Great easy, spot. The easy way to know where it is. Central is City. The <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Not quite. No, it's the uh, Milan neighborhood. Actually, well, all right. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay, okay. The original Martin's Wine Cellar. I'm not, I'm not so sure I believe that, though. If it's on the other side of St. Charles, I consider that Central yeah. City, even if it's <laughs> okay. different. The, the, the original Martin's Wine Cellar? Yeah, yeah. Gunshots sound the same? The gunshots sound the same, right? <laughs> okay, you guys aren't helping. <laughs> I, got where, I got where that joke was going. I'm um, not from here. <laughs> the original Martin's Wine Cellar is one is... The opposite corner from us. That so was the first lunch I've had in New Orleans. Is that the Martin Wine Cellar hasn't reopened since the storm? They will be opening. They told they me in November. No, they've been. It's been no, crazy yeah. construction out well, there. Well, that'd be good synergy for you because people come and eat there, and then oh, they're going to want to walk over yeah. and go. Yeah, I always wanted to homebrew. He came in. Cedric Martin walked into my shop, and this was maybe six months ago, and said, "Oh hi, I'm your neighbor," and I kind of looked at him and. Racked my brain and I, I yeah. could just couldn't place them. I was like, "You do not live Phil in any of these sharing, houses." Uh, bodily fluids right now. I mean, I'm eating his burger. Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> if Phil has Ebola, I just got it. This is a barbecue pork belly. Oh jeez, that stuff it's is all so good. spicy and nice. It's just so delicious. he walked into the shop, told me that he was so my neighbor, and I couldn't place him. And it took me a minute, and he said, "Oh, I'm Cedric, Cedric Martin." Ah, I said, "Oh." Thanks. My neighbor, you're you're Martin from Martin's Wine Cellar. He's like, yeah. And he said, yeah, we're starting construction. So they've been working like crazy. They're supposed to be open November, December. That would um, be so great. That was a yeah. really, real. that was a magical meal I had there. I've been longing for it for nine and a half years. They're building a huge, it's going to be their whole warehouse, store, oh, everything. It's massive, yeah. yeah. I mean, so. they got a great wine shop on Magazine Street, and I know they have another thing yeah. out in the Burbs somewhere in Jefferson Parish, mm-hmm. but. Really excited to hear that they come back to Dryads, and that whole that whole area is just exploding. OC Haley's going nuts, and oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, we're excited about it. That's got it has to benefit you a little bit, huh? I mean, the oh, OC I'm, Haley yeah, stuff, I've, yeah. I've had neighbors come in and just say, 
you don't understand the amount of traffic that's going to be coming through here when they open. So it's uh, yeah, it's great for us. And and uh, so you lease the building. They send business our way already. So you lease the building. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we're kind of, it's a little corner store. It used to be uh, a Waldorf uh, drugstore. Oh wow! And we still have the ironwork with the W uh, in the door. Um, it still says candy and cigars in the window, but uh, we don't have candy or cigars. So <laughs> I've thought about putting a little display out there. So what kind of people do home brewing? Everybody. Everybody. Do women do home brewing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah what absolutely. percentage of your customers are women? Uh, I would say maybe ten. Okay. Ten or fifteen percent. It's the. Um, it's really everybody that cares about good beer, cares about drinking fresh beer. Um, you can make beers just the way you want them, uh, and if you're, I mean, if you're going out and buying eight, nine dollar six pack of whatever craft beer, you can make you know two cases of it for a steal. So what, you can, what, what's the steal? So you could make so a standard homebrew batch. Once you bought the equipment, and Which, you have the equipment yeah. paid for. Let's assume that's not a cost anymore for the mm-hmm. materials. What are you paying for? I can give you, like a, my baby IPA, it's like 19 bucks for like two and a half cases. And it's a super... 19 bucks for two and a half cases. So cheaper than Bud Light. Oh, yeah. And it's excellent. Which sucks. is like the ho- most horrible beer. Well, no. No, it is. It's Go the most it. horrible Go beer on, in the planet. Wait, we're broadcasting On the planet, this. whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll say it. But I'm I sure mean, yeah, you, if you're making it yourself, you can make it the way you want it. You can make craft quality beer and you can make it for, yeah, yeah. 19, 20. If you're making like... The twelve percent alcohol beer, yeah, you're going to spend a little bit more. But relative, bucks, if you bought two cases of uh, Lost Abbey, you're spending if you 150 bucks. So does that work yeah. on like the the macro level then too? Like your brewery, like are you make you, you have a good profit margin on what you hope to be selling? We have a great profit margin in the tap room. Yeah. We have a if we were allowed in the state to to wholesale, which is why we're not starting that way. Right, we'd have a horrible profit margin. Why? Um, it's just the nature of the beast. I mean, distributors take a lot of your, a lot of your uh, percentage, but it's understandable because they're keeping your beer cold. They're distributing it to retailers. They, they have to suck up a lot of costs that you don't. And insurance and, you know, staff and all that, that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's why when you see production breweries, they're massive, typically. And, um, or... They're in states where they allow self-distribution or other forms of getting your beer out. So Louisiana is not great in the, the legal realm on that? <laughs> Again, um, we shouldn't get into this, but uh Well, you're not, you're not no. picking any particular politician. But, you're just but, talking about the laws. Well, yeah. no, it's not the politicians. It's the laws, yeah. yeah. I mean, when when a, you look at, I mean, when you look at states like Michigan has something like 150 breweries. Yeah. Louisiana as a state has... Like nine or ten now? Thirteen. 11? Max, including you. Oh, including, wait, wait, oh yeah. Wait, We're time out. I forgot. I saw a thing on, you know, it's on Facebook, so it must be true. I saw a thing, I saw a thing in like a Yahoo News feed that said that Louisiana was the number one consuming alcohol state. No, it's like 11th. Really? Okay. It's like well, 11th or 12th or something. This, like this one said it was first. Who knows? I mean, I don't know what the criteria is. But we're up there. We're Either high. Way, volume or per capita, it's still like just out of, outside of the top 10. All right. But it's Whatever. huge. But okay, we're, that, we're also we'll leave that to the scholars. Forty something <laughs> in production. Right, right, right. So we're missing out on all well, that tax asking, revenue. Right. And so we only have thirteen. We're thir- we have thirteen breweries in the whole state. Uh huh. And there's you're going to be the 
third one? No, I second one in the like, city. Yeah. yeah. Second one in the city second at the NOLA the city. Brew. No. Okay. Because Abita is, you know, yeah, they're North Shore. Not the city. Right. Well, right. yeah, you got to go 30 miles across some giant river. I've done yeah, it like yeah. twice. We're so. not having the local, what's local argument because that's another whole Well, yeah, thing. don't worry about that. But I'm yeah. just saying there's two within the city. <laughs> right. And there's 13 within the whole state. Something, yeah, I mean, it might, I is mean, it even that much right now? Yes. Uh, we've got, so we have oh, a including map the, in Brewstock. Including the brew pubs. Including, including, we have a map in Brewstock of all of the yeah. operating breweries in the state. Oh, so, we, so what and about, And I think like, there are only 12, and I haven't put the courtyard up yet. What's that place on Decatur? Crescent City uh, Brewhouse. Yeah, Crescent I mean, they, they, yeah. they brew and, their own beer, And Gordon right? Beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's yep. a chain, but yeah, they Same, do it. Yeah, but... So right across right. the lake, you so got it's really, one or so two other like right. four. So old rails four over there. They make the good city, beer. Yeah. Within yeah. the city, Gordon Beers, Crescent City Brewhouse, Nola Courtyard. In Courtyard. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty historic, man. Get excited! I'm oh, excited no, for I, you. I'm stoked, but uh, I'm also. Like, I can't believe we get to spend today with you too. <laughs> Today's the day. Did you know today know, was going to be the day? <laughs> uh, I thought it, I thought it was going to be tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's going to be tomorrow. I did. Wow! But I sat there and hounded them. They were like, "Oh well." The zoning guys out until uh, for lunch. I was like, well, I don't care. I'm sitting here. So <laughs> I'm what you got the uh, tank seven. That is what you have Farm. to do to open Let's, any we're, business. We're, by the way, yeah. he's he's now uh, un, unbottled number three. Tank seven, no, number from two, Boulevard. number two from the list. Yeah, it's a wonderful Let's try beer. this Thanks. slide. Absolutely oh, wonderful dude. beer. That'll wash it. I didn't like that. I ripped. Once so. again, Cleaver and Company yeah. Lamb Slider. Cleaver and Company Lamb Slider. Is that his? Phil yeah, and I sharing some saliva here. Man, that's good. That's Smoke really good. Isn't that good? Oh, that's really good. Cleveland companies, they they good. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Now you have you have lamb burgers here, of course. We we don't we do, like right now we're doing burgers. You have of the like week. eleven meats. How do you have lamb? We've that's had it like on number the menu. four. Yeah, we've had it on the menu. Okay, but but it, it didn't stick on the menu. But we did. You do have it. like elephant and we like did goat. <laughs> Right, I've got a funny elephant story. Elephant burger story, I'll tell you once. <laughs> elephant Who has a burger? funny <laughs> elephant burger right, look, story? Actually, could you please tell that now? Because I might not hear it. Okay. Yeah, I want right, to hear it. So, so right after LSU plays Alabama and loses in the national championship Most boring game. boring game I've ever seen. Yeah. Actually, let's not talk about that. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm on. <laughs> We're, no, but uh, my family, um, uh, via Lindsay, we, that didn't happen. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm on Foxy. <laughs> Cooking some burgers. Nice. And Chris Franklin, who went to South Alabama. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, so, Phil, you ever think of doing a, you know, I don't know, an elephant burger? Crimson Tide, you know. Yeah. And I said, uh, well, I thought about doing Teabag Tuesday, but it's kids' night. Oh, my God. And, 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 and Chris says, <laughs> Chris says, uh, yeah, the producer just said that's the first time that's been said on live television, and don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> But they didn't catch it fast enough because they have like a four-second no, no, delay. No. So they, they didn't had know what was no going idea on. I was going to do it. Yeah. Oh, dude, you made history. Yeah. I'm going to so. name a beer Teabag Tuesday. <laughs> Teabag Tuesday, do I it. I think you yes. should. Yeah. I think you should. Especially so if you no have draft beers. But we did do lamb sliders last week for Detroit, for the Detroit game because we don't sliders want to talk about were that. invented in Detroit. Sliders were invented in Detroit? That's their story. All right. No, I believe and, it. And uh, <laughs> they don't have much of a food scene, so we've got to give them Look, something. we got to feel sorry for them lately. They're having a hard time. Yeah. They are Detroit. Yeah, the great economy. city having a hard time. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah Detroit is having a hard time. The hard Lions time. actually are winning. So, yeah, they beat anyway. us though. So yeah, well, I saw the Anthony Bourdain special. It looks horrible. Yeah, it's a bad place. Yeah, it's a third world country. Yeah. Hey, well, at least Burbank's are back. 
What? At least we're bouncing back. My we're father the fastest in growing city in America, and you found that out dealing with the city in getting your brewery open. Yeah. Didn't you? It was very now, How many times did you say that? We're the fastest growing city in America. <laughs> um, yes. As a joke? You <laughs> As you're ranting at a city employee. Because I know I did it. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because it, it wasn't the city employees. It's just the system. It's yeah. the system. Yeah, the yeah. city employees are, are uh, expletive deleted wonderful. Yeah. They yeah. are passionate and, and they care about what they're doing. Well, my experience at City Hall has been dumbest people in the world, nicest people in the world, though. No, 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 no. City planning is filled with wonderful people who are oh, very intelligent. Okay, and um, you got your occupational license. I know. I, <laughs> I'm just I, kidding. I could, I <laughs> no, could totally I, no, blow no, them up. I, but, I, but I that's know what you say. I know what you're saying. That's the thing. Without their it. help, we wouldn't be here. So, okay, Kyle. So, we need to get back to you. Typical home brewer. What <laughs> right. are they like? I mean, what what's the range of uh, of your typical home brewer is. It's everybody. I mean, it's everybody from we've got Tulane professors to professors, doctors, lawyers, down we've got to down to everybody. I mean, everybody. it's it's. Can I say something it, about Scott. that? Yeah, because um, so you might have only seen me. Lindsay came in fairly often, and we brought our our kid in somewhat. How old is this kid now? He's two now. Okay, so he's been here the whole entire process, um, but. But at home, like I'm usually the one buying supplies and stuff, but at home, Lindsay's just as involved as I am in tasting and in recipe development and in like crafting What'd what we want to do. What'd you name this kid, do. by the way? Did you name him like Budweiser? What'd you name Bud. him? No, he's got, a, he's got a weird first name, but his middle name's Jules. Uh, Jules Wood is... What's his What's first name? Jules? Jules? Oh, some strange. We don't have to get into all that. No, that's a whole other kid. Yes, we, we need to know. Oh, okay. Well, his, say that. his first name is Amiteus. What? It, it's a it's a Amiteus. Amiteus. I don't know. I think I know that name. It um, it's an old, old, very old, like Sanskrit old name. It means infinite light or infinite life. Depending like in on India. You, yeah. Oh yeah. wow. I have a degree in Buddhism. That's weird. And uh, but I also brew beer. So what's your degree in? That's weird. Sanskrit, Buddhism, and and uh, Judaism. All right. So here's to that. Here's your degree is in Buddhism, Buddhism and Judaism. Judaism. They're exactly alike. <laughs> <laughs> it's your mystery guest and you didn't know i didn't know that kyle, kyle, kyle to, was right when he said that kyle you're not supposed to bring a more interesting guest than yourself <laughs> hey, not, you know plus what? one needs yeah. to be one notch below you, you know? no but it's to no his point you. where he said that homebrewers are everybody including weirdo buddhists and right kyle yeah. absolutely i brought kurt <laughs> coco from nola brewing as my oh, no, well, plus one. Yeah, but i'm not buddhist yeah. so i just yeah, there you go yeah. No. You yeah. and Richard Gere are not supposed to drink. Well, he, cho- he chooses not to. <laughs> he chooses not to. Our religion is drinking. No. But but it's everybody. I mean, it is. I mean, and, it's and an American got, tradition. Yeah, we've got guys who work for energy. We've got, you know, it's really it's everybody. It's people who care about beer. Um, they they're interested in making the best beer they can. And so, Kyle, let me ask you another question. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you learned something from one of your customers? Is, have you, like, been... All the time. Yeah. I mean, been transformed by one of your customers. He came in and was just, like, a guru. Oh, absolutely. And, and there's changed a, your view of something about homebrewing. Give us an example. Can you think of any? So, absolutely. There's, um, there's actually a, a homebrewers club in New Orleans. It is more than 35 years old. It's 35 or 36 years old. What? Wow. They have over 100 members. 
Um, and there are guys there who I email about, like, there's a guy there who, if you have a question about any traditional German beer or historical style, um, like, I had a guy who wanted to make a historical Polish smoked, you know, light beer that was 2.5%. I emailed this guy, and he sent me back, like, three pages on it. And there are guys who just, yeah. like, there are experts in German beers. These guys beers, unemployed? Beers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Not at all. Not at all. No, a lot of them are in bio biotech they're hanging out at comic con <laughs> i mean they're they're just normal guys this is just yeah, this is their passion <laughs> <laughs> so you know i'll call i'll email them all the time like hey i'm looking at you know this you know what did they do in uh in uh, london when they were making their porters with this and these grain? guys know and these guys know hey, people are in this club it's over 100 people what's it called it's called the crescent city home brewers and they meet the first wednesday did, of every is that month. the original name all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They meet the first. Where they meet the first Wednesday of every month at Deutsch's house, hmm. which isn't in the Crescent City, but will be returning. It will soon. be returning yeah. soon. So they yeah. it had to move because of the whole medical complex. Yeah, but yeah. they're building a really evil. cool spot on. Uh, evil. <laughs> <It is> evil. <laughs> building a really cool spot over Worst thing on ever happened uh, in New Orleans, Bayou Saint John. <laughs> yeah. I'm just is my opinion. I yeah. I mean, it kicked out the, the home brewers, of course. Or it's maybe evil. not. Is that the one that killed Dixie? I'm just yes. no. okay. <laughs> well, could be, yeah, possibly. That's so. Right. Yeah, no, they're great guys, um, and they're very knowledgeable. And they're really, they get together. They have a hundred gallon system. They'll brew and then they'll split it twenty ways. They'll do stuff like that. It's an wait, edu- wait, wait, wait. It's slow down. So they, what's what's that mean? A hundred gallon system. They have a system that they can brew. When they get together once a month, they brew something, and they, then they drink it the next time they get together. They could do that, yeah. There are guys who who bring it in, but sounds they like a good club. Brew it all together. Can I just show up and back. drink? Yes, <laughs> yes, because I have done that. There, yeah, yes. All right, Grant is signaling us that we are done, and that oh. kills me because I had seven questions for you, and I did one of those questions. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Hopefully, I ruined so, everything. And we also skipped As the always. entire feature of the of the uh, off the menu and a whole bunch of other things. But I think the beer was a factor in that. Um, well, we're running out of time, so thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> this is a well-oiled one more machine. Question? Oh, Grant says I can give one more question. I have to yeah, answer another one? It's a one? well-oiled okay. machine, Phil says. <laughs> Phil's seen how we make the sausage here, and he's not impressed. He knows. <laughs> wow. But, <laughs> Kyle, we seriously. have one more drink, beer to drink. Do we just want to do that instead? I no, mean, pour that beer, and I'm going to ask you one more question. Pour it into my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, don't pour it all in his mouth, though. Leave a little bit for us. What is the IPA, though? That's his favorite. Um, Gosh, I don't know which one I want to ask you. I have six others. Ah, okay. Um, Do you find that most of your customers are, like, new beginners or uh, they use in simple techniques? Or do you find that a lot of your customers are, you know, sort of growing in their knowledge of home brewing? So we're getting new customers in every week. Um, We're selling – we sell a beginner equipment kit that's uh, $65. Um, it's all the equipment you need to make beer. We sell four or five of those every week. Then we have tons of customers. We have the guys who know everything about German and Polish and whatever historical guys and people that have just been doing it for a long time. So we have a mix of everybody and we're just there to supply everybody with the best ingredients that we can and help people who are just getting started. All right. Grant Sigel me, we're like three minutes over, so we got to end. But <laughs> cool. we're going to have to have you all back soon. Um, 
Thanks so much for joining us tonight on Minute Menu Plus One. We we appreciate your your coming out. I know your time's precious, especially. Damn, man, your opening day, and you come out here to hang out with, with these jackasses. This is like a baby. He is in a neighborhood. And Kyle, my neighbor. Yes. I know you did this out of courtesy because you know you got to face me all the time. We didn't even talk about the story about <laughs> how we met. How Kyle, and I it's met. A great story. We met over like a drunk driver slamming into my car. We slammed into his car. We slammed into another car. Our parked cars. Our parked yeah. cars. They hit our parked cars. Parked cars. And we, we, we sat out on the, on the sidewalk for three hours waiting for police to come, and then they didn't give her a breathalyzer. That was a little interesting. Yeah. But we're working on that. Mm. Anyway, all right, Kyle. So thank you. And uh, our special guest tonight at Midnight Menu Plus One was, was as we said, Kyle DuPont. And his plus one was Scott, Scott Wood. Scott Wood. <laughs> Can't read my handwriting. Scott Wood. Courtyard you can find Brew. out more about Brewstock and about Courtyard Brew by following the links on our site. It's NewOrleans.com. Thank you tonight to PetitePetCare.com for, for loving care when you're not there. Go to PetitePetCare.com. And also tonight, our host, our very special host, Phil, Phil's Grill on Camp Street, 748 Phil's uh, Camp Street, one of the city's top burger joints with the largest menus. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just don't know how to talk. That's all. We have Um, done our job. Yeah. <laughs> With other locations in Marrero and Metairie and Fatsy. Harahan and Metairie. Harahan and Metairie. Oh, there we go. Close enough. Uh, it's, it's all blurred to me out there. All right. Um, <laughs> that's it for tonight's show. We'll see you next time at Midnight Menu Plus One. Until then, I'm Ray Kanata, and Margot Moss is glad that she was not here tonight. Good night. <laughs> Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Margot Moss, Grant Morris, and me, Ray Kanata. Our technical director is Chris Keogh. signals the unofficial end of summer but not the end of your outdoor projects lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with labor day deals throughout the store shop now and get two bags of stay green potty mix for 12 dollars, and keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a craftsman two cycle 17 inch gas string trimmer now 20 dollars off at just 119 dollars. whatever's still on your to-do list this labor day do it right for less start with lowe's offers valid through 828 soil offer excludes alaska and hawaii u.s only